Hello and welcome to the Zurich Financial Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Neve McSweeney and I'm joined today by Zurich Financial Planner Wayne O'Neill. Today we are going to talk about financial wellbeing and how by putting some goals and steps in place, you can prepare for your future. Good morning, Wayne, and thanks for joining us for this podcast. We are going to talk about financial well-being and some tips and tools for our listeners so that they can look at their financial situation and see where they can make improvements. So we might just start off, um, Wayne, the term financial well-being can be a bit of a buzzword. So we might start with an explanation as to what it actually is. Yes, Neve. So I suppose it is one of these phrases that we're hearing a lot more of, um, the, the term financial wellness. And I suppose for me, what it means is about having a good relationship with your money and your finances. Um, and there's a couple of elements to that, I suppose. But, you know, ide- ideally, it's about being confident in dealing with your day to day expenses, not having your outgoings exceeding your income on a regular basis, because um, we know that can bring you know, stress and anxiety to people around their finances, especially if that is the situation. So it's it's important to have a plan in place for both the short term and long term um, expenses. And I suppose what we would see is that small things and small steps can make a huge difference when it comes to financial planning and financial well-being. So do you think, Wayne, it would be a good idea for someone looking at their financial situation rather than being overwhelmed by maybe trying to deal with lots of different things, if they could break it down into small goals or small smaller objectives that are easier to manage? Yes, exactly. You know, because I suppose the word you've mentioned there is overwhelmed. And I think that definitely is the case because I suppose there's so many different elements. Um, you know, for me personally, I would suggest breaking it down into three chunks, I suppose. Um, number one being, you know, having a confidence in knowing that your your short term um, expenses are going to be met and again as I mentioned that you know your your outgoings don't exceed your income and there's a there's a real degree of uh, security that comes with that you know um, secondly I would say then and, and by the way sorry just in relation to that there, there's some excellent budgeting tools available um, which can be can be a great help for people when they are analyzing their outgoings and their income secondly I would I would recommend putting a plan in place to cover I suppose the unexpected you know so life assurance or income protection, um, for example, um, because again, you know, there's real security in knowing that we're covered uh, should, you know, God forbid, the unexpected um, happen. And that can be that can be kind of put in, put in place quite easily, um, although it might not be a top priority for people. It should really definitely be considered. And thirdly, then I'd say have a plan in place for the longer term expenses. So typically we're talking about, you know, pension planning um, and children's education. Uh, both of which, you know, might seem a long way down the road, especially if you've young kids. But the sooner you start, the the easier it'll be, um, and and it just requires taking some action early. If we could start by looking at, say, short term expenses and saving savings goals, how would you suggest a person sets a target to reach their savings objective and to manage their day to day money better? Well, the first step, I think, would be to, you know, start by sit, sit down and have a look, have a good look at what you're spending your money on, have, have a good uh, analysis of your income and your outgoings, I suppose, with the objective of trying to trying to figure out or decide how much additional money you can afford to save on a monthly or, or an annual basis. Again, as I mentioned previously, there's some really great budgeting tools that can be very helpful for that. Um, and and once, once you arrive at a situation where you know uh, how much additional income you can afford to save, it's about then having a good think about, well, what what is your actual short term goal? Uh, what would you like to, to save for in the short term? So this can be, for example, you know, purchase a car, pay for a wedding, 
uh, dream holiday, whatever the case may be, because as we know, that'll be that'll be individual to everyone um, and, and it'll be different for everyone's uh, requirements. And from there, it's as simple as whatever's top of your list, that's what you start saving for and you go from there. And could you give us some examples of short term savings goals? I know you mentioned um, maybe a dream wedding or uh, holidays or car, but is there other examples? Yeah, so so the ones I suppose what I mentioned there would be the typical types of short term goals that we would hear. And very often, actually, clients might not actually have a particular short term goal. They may they may prefer to save for what we would call a rainy day fund, which in itself brings great peace of mind, you know, and it's something we'd be very strong in terms of recommending to our clients is that it's very important to to consider saving for a rainy day fund if you haven't already. The benefit of that is, you know, if you if you then decide that you, you'd like to purchase a car or you'd like to make some some home improvements or whatever the case may be, you can then you can then use your, your rainy day fund to, to cover the cost of, of those uh, types of, of events. Another example of short term savings goal we'd see quite often is, um, you know, for clients looking to clear some short term debt and that that brings, you know, a, a great advantage because obviously you know, not only is the debt going to be cleared, but the, there's going to be a saving or an increase in monthly uh, additional income because of the repayments being cleared earlier than than expected. So those would be the types of things we typically see as as short term savings goals. But again, it's it's going to be individual to everyone. And I suppose as well, it's it's kind of that thing of getting into the habit of saving. Exactly, and that's that's exactly it. And 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 I suppose then that naturally brings you on then to once you're in the habit of savings it brings you naturally on to what might be considered kind of mid to longer term goals so this might be you know for five six seven plus years and and clients very often once they're in the habit of saving then that's that's the time to start thinking about those types of of longer term goals which might be for example to purchase a house as we know in ireland at the moment purchasing a house is is really really expensive um and with with kind of very little sign of it of it coming down, albeit might be starting to to level off at the moment. There's very little sign of it reducing. And you know, for example, with purchasing a house, it's not just the cost of the the purchase price of the house. There's there's other uh, additional expenses attached to that process, like your legal fees and stamp duties that have to be considered. So all in all, you know, by putting a, a savings plan in place over the longer term, it's going to make a huge difference and be of huge benefit uh, if if that is your plan. You know, likewise, if you're in a position where you already own your home, you might be considering doing some home improvements over the, the medium to longer term. And and again, you know, it, it, isn't it always better to try and cover the cost of that type of work by by your own savings as opposed to adding to your debt and, and, and borrowing additional uh, additional monies? So it's a much better way to go about it. And then sometimes we might see a situation where clients would like to, to save over the medium to longer term to, to cover the uh, cost of further education. Uh, and and again, with with that type of of savings goal, there's there's additional motivation attached to the savings plan because of the fact that you know it, it very often will lead to to increased earnings if if there's additional qualifications um, achieved uh, over the over the medium to longer term. So that's that's the type of thing we'd see on the more medium to longer term savings goals over a kind of you know four or five year plus time frame. Okay, and then that's kind of medium term savings goals um, kind of covered. If we were then to look at longer term financial well-being goals, I mean, I'm assuming the obvious one is pensions. So pensions would typically be the the the, the one that would would be be spoken about very regularly when it comes to longer term um, savings. And and I suppose 
you know, obviously from our perspective, we encourage clients to start sooner rather than later, because obviously the, the more that's that's contributed or, or paid into a pension, it's likely to lead to, to much better results. Um, albeit, you know, it can be difficult to, to focus on on savings uh, for, for, for pension when, when it might be 20, 30 years uh, into the future when, when the benefit will be will be taken. But there's obviously some, some additional benefits attached to saving for a pension, you know, in terms of tax relief. Uh, if 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 an individual is paying tax at the forty percent rate, they'll get tax relief at forty percent on their pension contribution, which makes it, you know, very tax efficient as well as anything else to to save into the pension. And you know, obviously, for, from every client's perspective, they might have a slightly different view as to what type of lifestyle that they'd like to have in retirement. So that would feed back into then what would be the required level of contribution over over the long the longer term. We'd always encourage clients to start at a comfortable level in terms of how much they contribute to their to, to their pension, and then, you know, we'd encourage regular reviews. You know, at least annually reviewing what level of contribution you're paying into your pension because the the bottom line is that you know we want we want clients to be able to achieve the lifestyle that they would like to have in their retirement years so that does require some planning over the the long term so that's pensions um i know you mentioned earlier about um children's education would that be considered another long-term savings goal exactly and that's that's one we'd see we'd see very often and that's a discussion that we would have very regularly with clients because um again that's something that might need to be planned you know for 18 plus years so um children's education costs as we know education costs in general in ireland are very expensive so that's something that we would encourage to start as as early as possible also yes correct we've kind of looked then at savings and pensions and you've covered a lot in there on, on those kind of um topics and products I'm just wondering when it comes to protection, is that another area people should think about when looking at their overall kind of financial well-being and their finances? Yes, it absolutely is, Neve. I mean, it's integral to any financial plan or, or the area of financial wellness. You know, a key cornerstone of that is the area of protection. I mean, it's not nice for any of us to think about you know, death or serious illness or being unable to work for whatever reason. But unfortunately, these things do do do, do happen and, and they have to be planned for. The, the idea of life assurance is to ensure that, you know, your family are, are protected and, and covered in the event that something should, should happen to you. So it's really a, a very important consideration to have. Life assurance in general might not feel like a priority, but it absolutely should be for most people. And, and for me, as I say, it's a crucial part of financial wellness. And then how does somebody decide if they need protection? Yeah, so typically we might see, for example, mortgage protection being the first step that people might might take in terms of the area of, of life assurance, purely for the reason that as part of a mortgage process, most of the lenders will require you to take out a mortgage protection policy, which covers the amount of the loan should anything happen to you so that the loan is repaid. Um, so that very often can trigger a, a wider consideration of additional life assurance needs or requirements. That, you, know, you know, again, every situation needs to be looked at uh, individually. But I mean, ultimately, there's all, there's lots of types of there's all types of solutions available for protection for, for for clients and their families and even their business. So it's it's about having a look at your your own circumstances and trying to kind of figure out with the help of a, a financial advisor. As to as to what is required and, and what's the best solution for your particular circumstances. And then you can find um, a financial advisor near you on the Zurich Financial Advisor Finder page on our website, or you can contact the Zurich Financial Planning Team, who'll also give you lots of information to help you make that decision. Exactly. Yeah. 
correct. And then are there other things that people should be thinking about when it comes to deciding on their financial needs? Yeah, so overall, in general, what I would recommend is before speaking or sitting down with your financial advisor is to have a little think yourself in relation to what you would like to achieve. So maybe consider what you do have in place at the moment. For example, have you worked through your budget? Do you have an idea as to what additional surplus income you might have or be in a position to save on a monthly basis? Do you have a particular savings goal? You know, is there a car that you want to purchase in the in the near future? As we mentioned previously, is there a wedding? Is there a dream holiday? Whatever the case may be. Have a think then about your longer term savings requirements, you know, in terms of your pension planning. Have you started a pension? If you already have a pension in place, do you need to have a look at increasing your contribution? And then also, as we mentioned, have have a think about, you know, your protection requirements. So do you have any protection? Is there any life assurance, serious illness, cover, income protection in place? And do you feel that your circumstances would require any of those things? And then sit down with your financial advisor and and work out what's the best solution for your particular situation. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Wayne. Um, You've given our listeners lots of useful information on the topic of financial well-being. Thanks, Niamh. Whether you plan to save more for a specific objective or rainy day fund, start a pension or increase your contributions, look at protection for your family or business, or all of these things, now is a good time to get started. So hopefully this podcast was helpful when looking at your financial well-being. Thank you for listening. The information contained herein is based on Zurich Life's understanding of current revenue practice as at date of recording and may change in the future. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. This financial wellbeing podcast has been prepared for general guidance on matters of interest only and does not constitute professional advice. You should not act upon the information contained in this publication without obtaining specific professional advice. No representation or warranty, express or implied, is given as to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained in this podcast. And to the extent permitted by law, Zurich, its members, employees and agents accept no liability and disclaim all responsibility for the consequences of you or anyone else acting or refraining to act in reliance on the information contained in this publication or for any decision based on it.